time for Self-Improvement Wednesday. Each week you get to learn something new. Your lesson this week, Chasing Shadows Against Black Holes. Your teacher is Vanessa Moss, astronomer at the CSIRO. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Richard. Let's start with, not with radio telescopes, because that will bend our mind, but just with the idea of when we look up with our own eyes and see the night sky, we see the stars, don't we? Each of them twinkling. Yeah, we see, we're used to looking at the night sky because that's what we do see. And those dots, those stars in the sky, they're like our sun, but just very far away. So we're seeing the glow that's put out by stars Mm -hmm. or lots of suns. Okay, When we look through a radio telescope, we almost see the opposite to that. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, you can, if you put, if you had radio eyes, which would be eyes the size of dinner plates, and you looked up at the sky, then you would see lots of little blobs, and you'd be like, okay, maybe they're stars. But actually, each of those blobs is an entire galaxy that you're seeing in the radio waves. Okay, the the black holes. Uh serve a very important purpose for you because you can see things that are in front of them. Yeah, so the the light that we see in radio that comes from these galaxies is because there's a black hole at their centre. So right in the middle of the galaxy, it's doing lots of stuff, it's being all energetic, it's throwing out lots of material, uh, but the fact that it produces so much radio light means we can use them as kind of like beacons across the universe and they can light up the stuff that's in between. Mm-hmm. Now, the stuff that you're particularly in- interested in between is the ne- is neutral hydrogen. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like a bit, you know, complicated neutral hydrogen. But what it really is, is at its core, it's the gas that makes stars. So we can call it star forming fuel. All of everything around us came from hydrogen gas at some point. So if we can understand what hydrogen gas is doing across the universe, then that can tell us where we came from and where we're going ultimately. So if you direct the radio telescope properly, you can see the black hole and then in front of the black hole, you can see this stuff? Yeah, sometimes. So not always. It depends, you know, the black hole is quite small and so it has to have some gas, some gas clouds in front of it. But if you get lucky and you point your radio telescope at the, the right black hole, then you sometimes see these little gas clouds sitting in front of it. Okay, now there seem to be two categories of them. Sometimes they're actually inside the black hole, sometimes they're between us and the black hole. Yeah, so we, we describe them because, you know, your radio telescope is here on Earth. The black hole is somewhere in the universe. So there's a lot of space between them. And so if the clouds, the hydrogen that we're seeing happens to be in the same galaxy as the black hole, we call that associated absorption or the, you know, it's inside, it's being affected potentially by that black hole. But if it's somewhere just between and has nothing to do with the black hole, we call that intervening absorption because it's somewhere intervening. Okay. If it's inside the black hole, what does that mean? Because isn't the black hole going to put so much pressure on it? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, everything you've probably heard about in movies and TV, black holes are pretty crazy, right? So they're really powerful. They're really luminous. They have the capacity to entirely destroy a galaxy if if they feel like it, if they're in that kind of mode. And so when we see these clouds of gas and we see you know, they require calm conditions. So if there's a black hole and there's also neutral hydrogen, which we need to form stars, we then ask the question, how is the hydrogen surviving? How is this black hole not wiping out all of that gas? And so that's a really interesting question to ask. Okay, and maybe the answer is that this particular black hole is in its early days of formation? Yeah, so like black holes, you know, there's so much work around them, still trying to understand what they actually do, but they can be on and they can be off. So the black hole at the centre of the Milky Way is off at the moment. But we have, you know, if we look at the centre of the Milky Way, the galaxy we live in, there's evidence that maybe it was on before, probably long before we were around. 
and maybe again later. So when you, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you manage to uh, uh, strike this, uh, this neutral hydrogen within a black hole, that allows you to find out a bit more to study black holes and especially in their early period and, and, uh, and how they how they work. Mm-hmm. What, what do you learn, though, from this second category, which is the neutral hydrogen that is between us and the black hole? So that, yeah, so that's different. So in that case, it has nothing to do with the black hole, but it tells us about how hydrogen is scattered across the universe. So these really important gas clouds, because they make galaxies, they make stars, they make humans, um, it's important to know what the distribution is. So one of the really cool things is that with hydrogen absorption, we can see across billions of light years of distance and trace that hydrogen. Okay, so this is where we come to it. This technique, combining the radio telescope with uh, spotting these shadows in the face of the black hole, allows you to really go back into the history of the universe. Yeah, we can trace the evolution. One of the strange mysteries that exists in astronomy right now is that around something like half the age of the universe ago, we call it Redshift 1, it's about seven to eight billion years in the past, suddenly stars stopped forming at the same rate. It started to decline. There was less gas in the universe. And that's something we see just continuing to now. So we're trying to understand, we don't know what caused it, what, like why it's happening, but we know that in the future of the universe, there's going to be less stars and less gas. So we can try to understand that so that we know where our universe is going in the okay, future. Absorb, this absorption method is one of the few ways to look that distance at that distance right yeah it's really tricky because the further you get away the fainter things are but absorption doesn't depend on how far away it just depends on how bright your black hole or your radio galaxy is and how dense the gas is so you can actually look right to the edge of the universe okay and how big your uh, your dish is you of course have been uh, are working at the moment on the australian square kilometer array pathfinder which is the biggest dish in a way you can imagine yeah so this is the the new telescope that csiro built uh and it's we're in the process of carrying out surveys right now um and it's i mean it's one of the newest and a really new way of looking at the sky so it gives us a lot of power to study these kind of galaxies okay and indeed you found one in particular it's five billion light years away it's a gas rich galaxy how did you find this where did you find it and what does it mean (laughs) this is really exciting because it was about um, it was like only a couple of months after I started working on this project and we found a detection. And at the time, we didn't know if it was real. Like, was it going to be a real galaxy? And it turned out to be real. It was a really interesting one. It was the first discovery made by ASCAP. Uh, and the, the square the square kilometre array, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Pathfinder. And we we then studied it. So we tried to say, okay, what is it doing in other wavelengths? What is it doing if with optical, which is what we see with our eyes? What's it doing in x-rays? And we pieced together this story about it. And now we know that it's actually merging with another galaxy. So it's in the process of like interacting with a nearby galaxy and kind of ripping it apart. Okay. You're now going to put some of this work from the Square Kilometre Array Telescope together with the German-Russian satellite, E-Rosetta. Why why do you put that together? Um, So with ASCAP, we get one picture of the universe. We see the hydrogen gas. We see the radio waves. With Erosita, that's an X-ray satellite that just launched in July this year. Um, and it shows us what the X-rays are doing. So that's high energy, much much more intense. Think about if you get an X-ray for a broken bone. Uh, and so they show us different pictures of the same black hole. So we're hoping by combining these two together, we can actually say 
what's at the edge of the black hole, what is it doing to the gas right near it. And that this, the studies we get from ASCAP and Irizita will help pave the way to what we do with the square kilometre array once it's built. So this is the pathfinder before it, but it ties into it. And ultimately, I guess, uh, help us understand why these black holes turn on and off in the way you were suggesting. Yeah, like, do they turn on and off? Can galaxies survive a black hole turning on? What happens to the gas? What happens to the stars? What happens to the planets? Like, I mean, that's, that's a further thing, but eventually it's all connected. We need to know how a galaxy survives having a black hole at its centre. Okay, which we do, as you were saying, the Milky Way, which we're part mm-hmm. of, has a black hole at its centre. Yep. But it's turned off at the moment. It is. Quite handy to know what turns it on. <laughs> yes, in fact, yes, very good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for the lesson. There's okay. a Vanessa Moss, astronomer at CSIRO, chasing shadows against black holes is her lesson. You can listen back, of course, online. Share it with someone else who's interested in astronomy, abc.net.au slash Sydney. There you'll also find details of how to subscribe to the free Self-Improvement Wednesday podcast. Next week, Cheetahs with Ben Britton from the Wildcat Conservation Centre. That's Self-Improvement Wednesday next week. <laughs>